disability and chronic illness is not a you or a them thing. It's an everyone thing. I'm excited to kick off a disability and chronic illness 101 series. This will be an addition to my normal podcast episodes. But the idea behind this series is to give you a little bit of understanding about what chronic illness and disability really are, how to protect yourself and your family, how to support or help others that are experiencing this, advocate or even navigate this road. Welcome to the Cook Who Can't Eat podcast, where we're making food, family, and life a little easier, one bite at a time. Hello, friend. I'm so glad that you're here. I have a question, and I want you to think about it before you answer. Do you think that chronic illness or disability has anything at all to do with you if you're not personally experiencing it? If you answered no, unfortunately, that's incorrect. Guessing you answered that way because you didn't know that 50% of all working adults at some point during their career will experience a disability or debilitating event that will last longer than 90 days. Yet 65% of that same group of people are not at all prepared for a disability or a debilitating event that could last more than 90 days. Why? Why are we not more prepared for something that affects this huge portion of our population? In my opinion, it comes down to two things. First is lack of education. At no point does somebody sit us down and say, hey, this is what a disability is. This is what it means to be disabled. This is a chronic illness. These are the things you need to have in place to protect yourself. Unfortunately, most of us, including myself, we didn't learn those things until we were already in the thick of it. That's not where or when you should be learning them. We're all going through life making these what seem like little decisions. What health insurance to have? What life insurance policy to buy? Who are family doctors going to be? But what most people don't realize is that it's all those little decisions that together dictates the type of care and quality of care you have access to if you are having to go through a disability or debilitating event. My second reason is that most people don't know the actual definition of disability or being disabled. They are most commonly defined by stereotypes which is what makes them so horribly misused and misunderstood. The actual definition of being disabled or having a disability is that you are experiencing an instance that is preventing you from working. That's it. Simple. These disabilities can be short-term, like pregnancy, recovering from an illness or a surgery. Some disabilities are long-term. Maybe you're fighting cancer or trying to recover from a really bad accident. You can also have permanent disabilities. A lot of chronic illnesses fit into that category. MS, Parkinson's, neurological or muscular dysfunctions, things of that nature. You probably heard my examples and you're thinking, wait a minute, pregnancy or healing from an illness or surgery, those things aren't disabilities, but they are. This is why it affects such a huge portion of our population and why even more of our population is not at all prepared. If you're put on bed rest for your pregnancy, that's a disability. If you had really bad pneumonia and your recovery is going to take four or five months, that's a disability. When we can get rid of the stereotypes, 
and look at the real definition of disability or being disabled, we start understanding how common debilitating events really are in our own lives and the world around us. That plus education is how we protect ourselves and our family. Now, if you follow me on Instagram at Well Blended Life, you know I've been dealing with a few heavy paperwork of life things. I haven't shared because I wanted to make sure I had all the information so I could give you a full picture. I sat down to record the video. However, I was having to explain so much that the actual message, the thing that I need you to know and understand in order for you to protect your family family was lost. It's not a message that any of us can allow to be buried. I want you and your family to be protected. So I'm going to share because nobody's talking about it. There is no light on it. And that is why it is ruining people's lives. And it's why it is costing people their lives. But I'm also going to share a whole lot more. I'm kicking off a Disability and Chronic Illness 101 series. This series is not meant to be heavy and hard. No, not at all. Instead, it's going to be bite-sized, easy-to-understand pieces of information that will help you understand why this matters, how it affects you, give you a peek into disability and chronic illness life. Most of all, it's going to give you the knowledge you need if, God forbid, you or a loved one has to go through this because knowledge is power. It's power to protect yourself and your family, to make change, to create a more inclusive world. It's power to help eliminate the stigmas and stereotypes associated with some of these terms. Most of all, it gives you the power to be seen and to see others going through this. Because even if you think this will never happen to you, the odds are if it's not you, it'll be one of your loved ones. Did you know that sometimes being a caretaker is also a disability? The best thing you can do is be armed with enough knowledge to make the first few steps a little easier is a huge win because it's those early days that can feel like just too much. Each chapter will focus on a topic or an issue, some part of disability and chronic illness in a bite-sized piece to help you see and understand what so many of us are going through. We're going to have a little fun with it. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Thank you for being here, my friend, and I will see you in chapter one. It's okay to admit it. We all love a warm chocolate chip cookie straight from the oven. If we're going to talk about disability and chronic illness, wouldn't the conversation be a little more yummy with a cookie straight from the oven? And the only thing that will make it sweeter is the fact that you don't have to make a new batch every time you want cookies. In one bowl, sift together your dry ingredients. Add your room temperature butter and sugars and beat those until it's light and fluffy. Then one at a time and mixing in between, add your eggs and vanilla. Slowly add in your dry ingredients and mix until just combined. Finally, you're going to mix in whatever kind of chocolate chips that you and your family love most. In order to enjoy these cookies whenever you want, you're going to need to freeze your dough. I have found the easiest way to do this is to take a cookie sheet and I line it with parchment paper. Then I separate the dough into individual balls, place another layer of parchment paper on top, and then I wrap it all in plastic wrap. I place the whole thing in my freezer for about 24 hours. I open it up, then you can take all of those cookie dough balls 
balls and put it into a large Ziploc bag. Now, whenever you're ready, grab however many cookies you want, bake, and enjoy. The recipe is available in the YouTube video or in this episode's show notes. Thank you for being here, my friend. I'm so glad you were able to join me. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform because you're not going to want to miss the next episode where we're going to talk about how soiled in a season can start to feel more like you're trapped in a shitstorm.